All right. So we're going to jump into the game proper now. So we've done all of our pre-production stuff. Uh, generally, the game works in the three-act structure, again, very loosely based. But uh, before the act one and then in between each act, we have uh, what I call interstitial scenes, uh, or in our case, starting as a cold open scene. So that means that each of us gets a chance to have a short scene where we introduce our character to, quote unquote, the audience, or in this case, each other. There's no rolling here. So you just describe your character doing whatever you need or want them to do. So it could be the most over-the-top, silly action stuff. But basically, it's think of like a movie cold open. It's We're getting to know these characters. So we should be doing the thing that our characters can do or setting up their backstory. So it could be, you know, the heiress getting thrown out of her apartment. It could be my character's probably finishing a job, getting paid. Uh, You know, yours, uh, uh, Mo, could be you getting like leaving your sick daughter and going and getting like your third shift in a row in the cab, whatever you want it to be. But it's how the audience gets to know who our character is and kind of sets us up for the rest of the movie. So I will go first, just again, because I've done it before, but it's basically going to be very similar to that. So I've got my character, his name's Gabe Smith, clearly not his real last name. Uh, he's basically Jason Statham. So he's short, bald, has sort of an indistinguishable muddled accent because I cannot do accents very well or at all. And, um, but I'm, wearing a, I'm definitely wearing a suit, and I have a, a briefcase. It's a handcuffed, you know, chain handcuffed to my hand. I'm walking through... Uh, like a deserted parking garage. It's clearly New York City because like outside the skyline, you can see New York, but probably if you actually know New York, it doesn't make sense for there to be a parking garage there in reference to what you're seeing to let you know it's Manhattan. And I'm just walking through. I got really nice, like polished shoes. It's tap, 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 tap. So I'm walking through this empty parking garage. To the far side, there's like probably four nondescript but vaguely German looking people. Uh, they're wearing black suits as well. They have like four black SUVs parked sort of like semicircular pointed in and they're all in there as well. Three of them have machine guns or some sort of, you know, uh, automatic weapon. Uh, the one who's like the leader is kind of in front of them as well. And, you know, I, I look at my watch. I've got, it's like a countdown timer and it's got 38 seconds. And uh, I, I walk in, I basically present myself 30 seconds to spare. I hit my little beeper, like another job done. I look at them. They present a briefcase with money. I don't know what's in my briefcase, but I un- unhook it with, I have like one of those, um, it's like a keychain, but it's like got like a hand- handcuff key on the end of it. So I unlock it. We exchange. As I start to look at the money, I realize it's, it's I just about by the weight. I'm like, this is light. And then, of course, there's some conversation about how dare I accuse them. And I'm like, it's light. And finally, one of the vaguely German-looking men sort of sheepishly pulls out another stack. Like, it's literally like one stack. But I knew that it was light. They, they give that to me as well. And, you know, pleasure doing business with you. I will walk away. I could have a fight here. But I think we got enough about we know what my character is. Uh, and then I, I get a, a, a alert on my phone of a new job gives me an address and the time. So I reset my watch and I'm going to be hailing down a cab. And that's basically where my scene would end. Uh, I think it makes sense here for probably for Mo to go last because I have a feeling we're going to end up in his cab. Uh, So Kevin, why don't you go next? 
Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to smash cut and zip through the city to a different building. This is a high-rise building that is very, very over-the-top estate, like super beautiful living. And we're going to zoom up onto the top floor where the penthouse is. And we are going to find uh, my character, who is Francesca Prince. And she is played, of course, because this would have been at the time. She's played by Jennifer Love Hewitt. And for whatever reason, they've got her hair super blonde, so she's got like a Paris Hilton type of look she's wearing all pink and she is looking around with the pouty eyes and looks lips that she has and uh she's what do you mean i don't belong here and she looks around and they've got all of her stuff is all bagged up and uh put into suitcases by the front door and her father comes in and he's like well i have told you before francesca you have a legacy to fulfill and you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing and because until you learn who you are, you are not welcome here. And he motions for me to leave. And she goes, this is so unfair. And she kind of pauses for a second so the camera can linger on her. And then she's going to go into the elevator. It's going to smash cut downstairs. And she goes to walk out of the elevator. And there is a short person. And I don't mean a short person like a, a little person or something. I might be weird. I mean, there is a person who is just short stature who bumps into her and she kind of gets off kilter for a second and she snaps one of her heels and when she looks up that person she bumped into they turn away but francesca can swear that she sees something strange about their eyes a weird glimmer of light mm. and did they have pointed ears that's kind of weird and they just kind of dart away from her and she starts oh and She's not too happy about her heel being broken, but she goes outside. She's standing there, and she's she's got something that she pulls out, and she happens to be uh, trying to reposition herself, and the nearby taxi thinks that she's waving it down. Excellent. No, if you want to bring this together. because So basically, you'll get your scene, and then we will move straight into the actual first act. You yeah. don't have to be the first player to go, but it does narratively make sense for that to happen. But so at this point, you just no role, and you just introduce your character to us. I I I, I like uh, Kevin style and picking up on um what he was putting down. I am driving uh, to uh, Wall Street, and my customer is having a heated conversation on his phone, and traffic stops. It seems a couple of cars ahead of me. Uh, there's there's a fight in the middle of the street. Ooh. And somebody has actually pulled out a sword. And, um, I mean, it's New York City. It's not that weird, right? They are chopping at a security guard's baton. And the security guard was not ready. And most people stop just to look because oh, yeah. this, is, this is New York. But, like, you know, but a there's sword, a sword right? fight. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy in the back seat says... I'll give you an extra thousand dollars if you can get me to the trading floor in 10 minutes. And I back up onto the curb, back into an alley, and I back all the way. You have to hit at least one garbage can, though. I, 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 I barely miss a garbage can. And all the way to the next street where I can then pull out into traffic and get through the next intersection be just as the 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 line of traffic of traffic going in the opposite direction people starting to look at this what the heck's going on 
and I get the guy to the trading floor. He gives me uh, 10 crisp bills, nice. and uh, it's nice doing business with him. All right, so now we're ready to move into our first actual act. So this is where we're going to start interacting with the, me- with the mechanics. Now, uh, we're going to be rolling between 3 and 5 D12 normally. Uh, the way the math is weighted, probably you're going to get between 2 and 3 successes per roll. Now, there, it, it can wildly vary, but for the most part, you can assume you're going to get between 2 and 3 successes each roll. So pretty much we're all going to get to go at least once, maybe twice before the act is officially over. There are a few rules built in, like if corner case, like if one of us just rolls super well, because the dice explode. So mathematically, it's possible for one of us to go and get all 12 successes and then the act just be over before everyone gets to go. In that case, we're all going to take a turn. We just don't have to worry about the dice roll. We just, again, we get another scene where we get just to say what happens. So everyone's always going to get to go at least once each act. But like if you have five or six players, like some things can get a little bit wonky. Uh, So our first act obstacle is environmental danger. And we kind of had set beforehand that that meant we're going to deal with like maybe animated plant growth. We still have not set that in stone. We still have the ability to fluctuate and decide what that looks differently. But does anybody want to kick us off, set these things in stone and kick us off into the act? So it it can be any of us who wants to go first. I want to pull up to uh, pick up, I think, Francesca. Is there a reason you can't use the limo anymore, Francesca? Oh, my goodness. I have to ride in a cab, public <laughs> public transportation. Oh my. And she looks back at the building, and when she looks back at the building, she kind of gets wistful for a second, and then she narrows her gaze, and then maybe you look past to see what she's looking at, and there's something weird in the air just past mm-hmm. the building, a shimmer, like a weird prismatic mm-hmm. light that's kind of obscuring the actual sunlight in here. It's very odd. And she goes, uh, oh, yeah, okay, um, yeah. And she gets into the, the to the taxi, and she's, like, looking around, like maybe she thinks it's gross in here. I mean, I'm sure that Yafet has a very nice put-together taxi. Oh, sure. But- Jeez, it's nice. It's nice for a taxi, mm-hmm. right? Right. But she's not used to this, so right. she shuts the door and she goes, "I don't even care. Just wherever." And she just kind of plays with her hair a little bit. Does somebody step in front of my car before I take off? I mean, I certainly could. Or if you, I mean, we can bring me in later. We don't have to all be together right now. So it's again, technically, you're the active player, so you have full control of everything that's happening, including where our characters interact. As long as we, you know, agree, it's still our toys. But uh, so you can just go on, and I can show up later. Okay. So uh, I head to the riverfront, kind of drive slow. As yeah, something is in the air, and. You know, I use my wipers to see if I can get the, it's it's almost like translucent glitter off my windshield. You never get that or what? stuff. Glitter's everywhere. Yeah. And <laughs> that's when uh, the weeds come over the wall and begin growing into the city. And uh, I make a, a hard right back into the avenues. And um, I say, oh, sorry, what wh- what was that? And... Oh, you mean like you're terrible driving? I don't know what that was. Manholes get moved by vines coming out of the sewer and reaching out across and climbing up the building. And as as quickly as they climb and kind of grab a foothold into the uh, building sides, flowers bloom. What, what is that? That is so not fetch. What is that? 
Fetch? What? <laughs> Quit trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. Get us out of here. Go. Hurry. Use the long, skinny one. Let's go. I stop. I say, you got to get out of here. I got to go home. Where am I supposed to go? I'm not going out I, there look, with that stuff. Look, you got to go. I'm going Are to you... Jersey. Are you coming to Jersey? Jersey? I've never been to Jersey get in out my the entire car. life. Five, four, oh my three, gosh. two. Just go, 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 go. Wait, watch right. out for that guy. I speed off and almost hit somebody. Who do I almost hit? I guess it's almost, you almost, you almost hit me. So I am stepping off a curb because I'm looking at my watch again and my, my job has been canceled. And that doesn't happen. Like once I accept a job, it's on and I'm getting notifications. So I'm trying to figure out what is going on. And I'm pretty much oblivious to what's happening around me. But then it just becomes too apparent that there is something happening. Like, you know, vines are literally growing out of the sewers and they are going up buildings. I see people that are being like grabbed by these vines and they're being like cocooned. So we can decide later if they're being killed or just captured or not. Again, PG-13, so we're not going to get too much into it. Uh, Literal cars are getting, like, knocked to the side as these vines are growing so quickly. So your cab is going to stop when it almost hits me. I say, get out the way, bud. And then right about then, there's going to be a giant vine that, like, rises up almost like a tidal wave and is about to hit the car. So I jump on it as you start to drive away, because right, I, I don't up. want to be there either. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my backup trick now. Okay. Again. So <laughs> I'm screaming in the back seat. Yeah. Oh! So when you're the active player, you kind of just, just control when you roll the die. Um, yeah. And you can, you know, you have such freedom to determine when you want to, but understand that you're probably not going to solve this in one roll. I think it makes sense for you to roll here, driving, just trying to keep us from getting hit now, but you can do whatever you want. But I think that makes sense. Um, so if you wanted to do that, when you roll a die, you always, or pull die pool, you always start with 1d12. And okay. then you add, if you're using one of your stats. So if you think right. this is brains, if you know how to drive or brawn, keep in control of the car. Moxie, yep. if you're just like, maybe you're going to drive along the vine for a little while. You determine which stat you use. If you want to use a skill, you determine what skill you're going to use. Once you get to five, you don't have to add any more. But if you're not at five, you could leverage maybe your daughter. You're worried about them and you want to get home. But basically, you want to try to get to five dice as often as you can. So how do you see yourself building this dice pool? So I'm going to use brains because uh, there's a screaming woman in the backseat of my car and she won't sit still. But I'm literally like we're doing a dance. As she goes left, I go right. As she goes right, I go left. Um, I'm not worried about the guy hanging onto the hood. I drive. I navigate New York City like magic. So that's plus two. That Mm -hmm. takes me to four. And uh, all I'm thinking about is getting across that river to Jersey to get to my daughter. All right. So that should get you to five dice. So you're going to roll all 5d12. And then ones count as negative one. Eights through Mm -hmm. 11 counts as one. Twelves count as two. And then you can do something with those 12. So roll and just kind of tell me what you got there. All right. I got two 12s and a one. Okay. Yes. That's a total of three successes. Now the two twelves, you can either roll them again right now and Mm -hmm. see if you get more successes or you can bank them to use on someone else's turn later. Uh, You do still have to account for the one. So basically what happens is one of the things you use to build that pool. So either your attribute, their skill or the relationship becomes stressed. And on the character sheet, you'll see there's a little S. You would just check that box or fill it in. Stress doesn't mean anything, but if you restress the same thing, it becomes broken, and then you cannot use it until it 
till it becomes unbroken. And that's how you get like healings either in between acts or if someone just drops a one-liner and cracks us all up, you can get a healing that way. So okay. pick something to stress. And then what do you want to do with those 12s? Do you want to bank them? You can bank one and roll one. You can roll both. I'm you can gonna, bank both. I'm going to bank one and roll one. Okay. So this is the only time you would roll on someone else's turn. You can roll that D12 at any point in the future of the game on someone else's turn just by explaining how you are helping. You would roll it. You cannot fail that roll. You automatically at least add one. But if you roll a 12, it still counts as two, and then you would roll it again. I rolled another one. Okay. So that then puts you down to two successes. Yes. Uh, and you have another one that has come stressed, so you got to stress something else. So you got to stress two different things out of the dice pool. Gotcha. Okay. But our environmental danger is now from 12 down to 10. So we are still doing better. We are working towards ending that. Okay. All right. So now we got to figure out how myself and, and or Francesca are helping here because I'm on your top of your cab. She's in the back of the cab. So it could be that we're like just yelling like, go left, go right. It yeah. could be it literally, out. it could be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to make sense because we're making a bad movie. But do you have any thoughts, Kevin, on how you could help progress this story forward? We could jump further in time. Maybe it's been 30 minutes and we're much further along the streets. Or it could be immediately you're helping now. How do you, what do you think you're doing here to help? I think that uh, when he's driving, I think he's, checking all of his mirrors he's using those to mainly move around doing that thing where he's driving backwards with the, the arm around their passenger seat and i think that as he's driving there's actually one of these uh vines that moves a manhole cover up over and it's about to go twirling into the front of the taxi and francesca just for some reason out of reflex she she like rolls the window down and she puts her hand out to try to grab your character that's hanging on to the front because he's going to get hit by this manhole cover. Okay. And when she puts her hand out, um, there's like a, how do I put this? There's like a street sign that like is partially hanging and swinging and she hits it. And it moves a certain way, so it bounces off the front of the car, and it spins and rolls over the car, and it hits the manhole cover and tilts it just off. Oh, nice. So that it misses. Wow. Okay. But the dice will determine if that happening actually helped us get further along the the narrative or not. Uh, So you're going to build your dice pool the same thing. You always start with one. You pick which attribute you're using and adjust it by zero, one, or two. You pick a skill or make up a new one. You pick a relationship if you want, but you can't have more than five. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not at five, if you want to use a trope, that not, might be a time to bring that in. But you really should be rolling five dice every time. If you're not, yeah. it, probably doing something wrong in terms okay. of the game mechanics, not the game itself, because it doesn't matter. We're here to have fun. So I think in this specific case, I think her moxie is going to basically be her bravery in this moment. Her uh, just, you know, going to take a chance to try to help your character on the front. Okay. Uh, her moxie's at a two, so that's going to be two dice. The only skills that she really has is both of her two skills. I'm sorry, one of her two skills and one of her one skills. Her uh, her two skill is the silver tongue, as we mentioned. One of her one skills is that she is the world champion at Dance Dance Revolution. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if that's necessarily going to help right now. I mean, it means she's she got rhythm. Like so yeah, yeah, so maybe she could do like an arm thing. Yeah. Um, Again, yeah, it's so GMless. You don't have to convince anyone but yourself. Okay. Um, yeah, she does like one of those arm waves. <laughs> 
a certain way. And uh, yeah, so that'll be one. Uh, so that gets me to four. Four is fine. Um, if you don't feel like you have anything else to add. So yeah. Okay. Well, I'll do it that way. Okay. I've got one twelve. Nice. And you said two through 11 are one. No, sorry. Um, eights through 11s are through ones. 11. The only time it's okay. different is if you're doing it on someone else's turn, that heroic high five die, it's different. Okay. So I got a 12, a 10, a seven, and a two. So the seven and the two will be nothing. Yep. And the 10 is a one. So that's basically three successes. Yep, so that's three successes. One. Now that 12, you can roll it right now and try to get more successes, or you can bank it again to use it on someone else's turn later. I'll go ahead and try to roll it okay. right now. So just roll it right now and you get another 12. Counts as two. You do it again. Uh, just four. Okay. So it doesn't do anything for you. So you have your three successes. Okay. So that puts the environmental at seven. So we're, we're like halfway through this act. Um, so now you can kind of finish off your narration and then you would hand it off to my character. So okay. this is however you see, because we are still progressing along. We're almost halfway through this act. Oh, wow. So I think what happens is when the manhole cover gets hit a certain way, I think your character hears it and he turns. And as the manhole cover is coming at him, he's going to reposition and actually kick his feet out. And he rides the manhole cover almost like a surfboard (laughs) up and over to slam right side up on top of the car, maybe burst through the top of the taxi to try to get inside. Ooh. All right, so so then that will hand off to me. And so what I'm seeing here is that the vines are just growing too fast. And despite Yafit's best efforts, we we get to a point where basically we're caught. Like there's a, a thick vine that's like five feet tall is going one way. Then there's another one going the other way. Our car is stuck in the middle. Uh, and then for the moment, we are kind of alone. Uh, we're just trapped there. So we have a, a moment to kind of have our like meet cute sort of like, what in the hell is happening? I say like Jason Statham. What in the hell? I can't do it. Just imagine in your head it's Jason Statham. What in the hell is happening? You might as well get in. You're a paying customer now. Um, you can't drive through this. I think we're going to have to get out and walk. Walk? I've got a broken heel. I'm not going anywhere. Get inside the car. Listen to the guy, okay? So I'm looking around, and one of the vines, it's almost like it sort of morphs out, and there's like a tunnel, and... A person's coming through, and it's one of these sort of like shorter statured gentlemen waving a sword. And he's come up, and he's basically going to try to take, like, my head off. So we're going to have a brief tussle. I'm Jason Statham. I'm, I'm fine. So a couple <laughs> seconds later, I'm now holding the sword. That guy's just nowhere to be seen. And then the tunnel starts to collapse, and I'm like, kick it! So as long as you're okay with it, I'm going to say, Yafit slams on the gas. I'm now Absolutely. on top of the car surfing. As okay. the tunnel starts to come down, I'm going to use my sword and just like cut along the inside of the the vine. I reach up and hold your ankle so that yeah, <laughs> so that it doesn't collapse all the way. And we're going to like try to just squeeze out the other side, almost like Dukes of Hazard style. For some reason, on the other side, we're off the ground, even though we're on the ground inside. So we do this sort of jump off the other side. So this is where I'm, I'm going to myself with the back. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Ah! But, yeah. But as we start going through, there's a weird like shimmer like that we saw in the sky before. Ooh, okay. Kind of goes across her eyes and her hair just for the briefest second. It's one of those things that like you don't notice it till you watch the movie for the sixth. The sixth time. time. Yeah. All right. So th- for me, it's very simple. Again, I start with one. 
to me, this is still my brains because I am na- navigating through a very difficult situation with I'm making the best possible choices. And this is also aggressive negotiation. That's also how I got the sword from the guy. So the sword is what's allowing me to do better. So that's why I'm using all that. So I'm rolling with five. Uh, can I add one? Yes, you can. So you just basically say how you're helping, and then you would throw your D12 in. Ones through 11s count as one success. 12 would still count as two. All right. I got a 10. 10. So that counts as one success towards me. So how how are you assisting here? I'm, I'm assuming I'm it's, holding, you're driving. I'm, but. I'm, I'm holding. I'm, I got one hand on the wheel, and I'm holding your leg as and making sure you don't fall off. All right. So there's like maybe a part where the sword gets stuck a little bit, and I almost fall off, and you're holding on to me, keeps me... Uh, centered on the car. I rolled a one, but I also got a 12, 11, and a nine. So that's four successes. Yours makes it five. With that negative one, gives us a total of four successes. Uh, And then I have that 12, and I'm going to hold on to it. So I have to stress something. So I'm going to say I'm stressing my aggressive negotiations. And we only have three points left until we are done with with this environmental danger. So we jump out the other side. We land. And I'm going to say that for a moment, it seems like the vines have either slowed down or they're at least not growing to the same extent that they were. So we don't have as many of them actively like buffering against us, but we still have trouble navigating. So at this point, any one of us can go again. It doesn't have to be the same order, but everyone has to go once before the next person goes. Uh, More than likely, with only three points, there's a good chance whoever goes next will be able to end this act. So does anyone have any idea for how you think you could do that, knowing that that then leads us into the next act? Um, Any thoughts on that? I think when we come through the other side, we bump over something. One of the back tires doesn't get destroyed. It just kind of starts to go flat. There's a bit of that hitch in the driving. And we're starting to veer off to the side. And Yafit's keeping control, balancing you. And as we're driving and we're about to, we kind of come to a, a, a slow roll. I look and I see outside that there's a dog mm. that walks up out of this weird viney foresty path. And it looks right at me and it says, You've returned. I lock eyes with him, and he goes, this way. And he, he motions with his nose and points with his paw for us to steer a certain direction. And the vines move a certain way, so there's a Y in the road, and he's pointing in the one direction. Are we listening to the talking dog? I'm looking at you two. So the uh, dog talked. The yeah. dog really talked. Okay, so yeah, so you guys heard that? Yeah, I heard the dog talk. That's the second weirdest thing that's happened in the last five minutes. But are we following the dog that talks or are we going the opposite way? I don't know. I don't, how do we, I'm more of a cat person myself, but. Get in the car. I'm kind of good on top. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm feeling it. So. I don't know. Fo- follow the dog. And I, I'm going to kind of grab Yafit's shoulder. Gra- follow the dog. Follow the dog. Hey, dog, who are you? What's going on? All will be explained, the dog says. And he, he starts to trot in the direction that he pointed for us to follow. All right, I'll follow him. I feel like we're not in Kansas anymore. Hey! Hey! I've seen some stuff in this city. Never seen nothing like this. I look back through the back window, and the doorway in the vines that we came through is sealed. Ooh. All right, so you're still going to roll this one. And this this is the way the game works as well, because you kind of basically asked Yafit to drive following, okay. but it's still your turn. So you could think of it like what 
maybe there's like a policeman. You're like, you need to shoot that creature. And even though the policeman's pulling the gun and shooting, it's still your turn. You're directing the action. So you still would roll. But that case, you might roll more like a charm roll because they're listening to you. So no matter what's happening narratively, whoever's turn it is, is the one that's in charge of rolling and interpreting the dice roll. But then I am going to roll my charm, which I have at a one. Okay. And I'm going to use my silver tongue negotiator. So that'll be two. So that gets me to three. Four. Because you start with one. Yep. You always start start with one. Yeah, exactly. So that's four. Um, Actually, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to make one of my one skills is that I am good with animals. (laughs) Hey. All right. So now I have five. Oh, boy. Not great. That's going to be one success because they're all a three, a six, a four, a seven, and a nine. So it's right. one success. So you could, just to kind of get the mechanics in, because it's a very simple dice pool system, but there are a few mechanical fiddly bits. So one of them is the fact that you can re-roll up to three times. So you could say, I'm going to use my heroic trait, justify oh. how your heroic trait would allow for a greater success. And you would re-roll, but you get to keep the successes. So you don't have to re-roll the nine. You could, hoping to get a 12, but you could keep the nine and re-roll the other four, hoping that between those you get two more successes to end the act. You can accept your one, hand it off to me or Mo, and we will try to finish it off. Your choice. Now, the, the heroic trait, that's up, roll up to three times. That's for the entire the entire game. Yeah. You can roll up to three times. If you want to re-roll ones, you have to use two instances, but you would still have that in your back pocket if you want to later. I'll do it. Why not? My heroic trait is that I want to maintain my legacy. So I think specifically what's going on is I don't know why, but there's a connection that I feel with this dog as soon as we come in here. And I know that the three of us getting out of here and me getting home to prove that I belong in my father's world Mm -hmm. is going to be if we get out of this. So I know the dog has a connection to that. All right, that's probably fine. So again, so this isn't like a rewind retcon. This is, or yeah, it's like a retcon, not a rewind. So you just now roll the other four dice and then that will be your total success. Hopefully you get two more. Oh, that's a lot better. That's actually an eight, a nine, and a 12, and a one. So the one is going to be negative. Negative one. No, it's only negative if you do the uh, Achilles heel. All right, so basically it's going to be the one from the eight and the one are going to bounce themselves out. So the 12 is two successes. Yep. So that's plus the one I had from before. Yep. That's three. That's three. And since you don't need the 12, I would say just go ahead and bank it. Yep. Like I'll it doesn't help it you. Yep. All right. So you get a chance here. You basically, you get to end this act. Then in between the act, we all get a chance to do another scene. We don't have to do one, but we all get the opportunity to do another non-rolled scene. And essentially that's the, that's the transition from act one into act two. Our act two obstacles are we have to find someone or something and we're going to have a fight. So base. And again, I'm trying to explain the rules as we go. So I apologize. I'm probably talking more than I should in a normal game, but you could basically take us into the other world and the dog lays out the plot. This is what's happening. This is what you have to do. And then we would kick off the next act having to do what the dog just told us. You don't have to do it that way. Kind of makes sense what we're doing, but it's, it's your turn. You do however you want, but when you're done, we will be done with this act. Okay. And I think then we follow the dog for 
a cutscene amount of time. We're not going to spend a lot of time. Wooka, 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 as we ride on our flat. (laughs) (laughs) And eventually the taxi rolls up to what looks like a doghouse, but it's very different than a doghouse that we would know. It's got vines and it's got different types of ivy and stuff that it's made out of. It looks like it's grown up out of the ground. And the dog goes over and he sits down in front of it and he looks at us all. He says, do not worry. You do not need your carriage for now. Please follow me inside. And he goes inside the doghouse. And I just look at the two of you and I go and I start kind of limping on my one broken heel. And I take my shoes off so that I don't have to walk like that. I, I'll, I say, well, I'm uh, going to do the typical action movie thing where I take your other shoe and break that heel and go there. Now you have flats. <laughs> So are we still in New York? Are we in a different skyline now? Or is it just like a New York we're, that's... Because you're it's your choice. You're the active player right now. So we followed this dog, but did we transport into another world? Or are we just somewhere else in New York City right now? I think it looks foreign, but it is the same somehow. It's like a... Imagine it's like a mirrored universe. Like the Feywild would be to like the material plane, like a D&D type of term. Sure. This is a parallel Fey world. This is, so this is like a parallel Fey Manhattan. Are, oh, are, there, are there trees that make up the same skyline that Manhattan has? Oh, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Where the street sides and stuff would be are these weird bushes and tendril type of growths and stuff like this. But, uh, yeah, so I take my flats. I'm just carrying them for now. And I just, as the two of you maybe pass me, I say to you. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't pass you. Oh, okay. Well, I'll say, I'll say to you, Gabe, I'll say, um, those were $1,500 uh, insert fancy shoe brand yeah. here pumps so um well now they're fifteen hundred dollar flats you're welcome I, she just looks at you yafit and she just kind of she follows hey. the dog inside hey hey what are your names you can call me gabe you yafit nice driving back there yafit thanks and you milady I, i'd like really emphasize and like milady i am francesca prince and I say should that I like should I know that name? Like it sounds, you said it like I should know the name, but I don't. I don't. Do you know the name? I don't know the name. Mm, she's in uh, the Teeny Bopper magazines. Oh, I don't read those. Yeah. I have a dancing and singing career, if you must know. All right. Well, Fran, you're the one that trusts the dog. I don't see we had any other choice. So how about you lead us on? Okay. There's, of course, that moment that happens in the action movie where, you know, you and I just kind of stare off at each other for a second. And there's like that foreshadowing that we're definitely going to be uh, on the same side by the end of the oh, movie. Yeah, but yeah. for now, we just don't see eye We don't like eye. each other at all. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. And I'll go into where the dog is. at, And when we go inside the doghouse, it's enormous inside. <laughs> it's like yeah. a castle in here. It's just huge. And there's pillows all over the place. And it just looks like a very, uh, you know, supposed to look like an 80s thing so the colors are all a little bit off and a little bit retro looking and the dog uh please come sit and he motions and he goes over to uh one of these pillows that looks like a dog bed it's yeah. rounded and it's got a little fluffy inside and did, he sits I, there i look at gabe did the dog just tell us to sit i'm, I'm not again i can't even express the words i'm just like yeah and then i'm gonna go over and sit i'm not gonna sit <laughs> yeah. I lean against the wall. Yeah. There's, a, there's a dog bowl with like peanuts. I'm going to start eating. Like, so I have a little, literally like a dog bowl when I'm eating peanuts out of it. I've, I put on a bomber jacket. I was wearing my t-shirt when I was driving. 
But now, yeah, perfect. Now I have a bomber jacket. No explanation yep. needed. And uh, I'm going to kneel down in one of the pillows across from you, so we're not sitting together. Of course not. Yeah. And I, I look, <laughs> and I look at the dog, and he says, "I'm sure you all are looking for some explanations." I am Algernon. I am one of the high prophets here of the land, and I can tell you what you need to know. It has been some time since we have seen humans here, and the fact that you have returned means the prophecy is to be fulfilled. You three are welcome here, and you three will make a change in the land. I look at them. Okay. Yeah, I look at my watch. It's not working. <laughs> right. I look right. at the time. Oh. I say, can I, uh, I need to get to Jersey. You are a long way from home, but there is a way for you to get back. You must cross the Fay Bridge back to the island of Manhattan. To do that, you must find the key the lost princess that has been hidden from this land for some time. You must the the camera out. is going to focus on Francesca just for a second too long. You must seek her out and bring her to the place where the gateway will open. There you will defeat the Dark Queen. And for some reason, we all get a mental image of this fey woman kind of looks like maleficent in like a real like over the top like early 2000s way that they do makeup and costumes and stuff but but wearing black leather because again this is a post matrix so it's like trinity but with like headgear yes exactly exactly yep i see but you must be wary her sentinels are everywhere to be found the pirates who roam the skies will stop you at any cost. How do, how do we stop them? You must be true of heart and truer of spirit. I see you wield one of the Elden Blades, warrior. He points at you, Gabe, with his paw. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to, like, pull the sword. I have a sheath now. I didn't have one earlier. I have one now. <laughs> uh, and as I pull it, the, gla- the blade glows slightly. And my suit sort of like slightly shimmers a little bit, and now it looks like armor. Oh, sweet. Cool blade. Can I have one? I don't have another, but I'll find you one. (laughs) Oh, I was talking to the dog. Oh. (laughs) Your path will lie another way, and he motions over towards the the taxi where it's sitting outside. And when you turn, for some reason, you can see through the wall. Um... The camera pans past Francesca because this part was done in reshoots later. Her hair is slightly different. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> it, uh, it it cuts back over to what the dog is talking about. Okay. All right. So find the princess, cross the bridge, kill the lady, get home to Jersey by dinner. Yes. That seems about right. All right. Point the way. And he stands. And he walks over to the other end of the hut. And wait, wait. Who, who should we say sent us? Algernon, the pit bull, or is he a pug? What is he? Oh, that's right, Algernon. I don't think we've decided what kind of dog he is. I think he's um, he's very pointy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's a yeah, he's a pointer. He's a pointer, yeah. He's, a, he's a, some <laughs> uh, some how type of uh, shepherd dog, like an Australian blue blue tick shepherd. All right. Points and the side of his hut rolls back, 
and there's like a tunnel that leads through the forest. Perfect. Can, can you fix a flat? I think you will have everything that you need. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we're coming back for the car. All right. Sure. So basically that would be the end of Act 1. So now we would have a short five minutes or ten minutes if we want to do our own individual scenes. So these could be like dramatic scenes where maybe Yafit is thinking about his daughter, maybe has a picture of her, and like, you know, we're reestablishing his goals, or it could be, mm-hmm. you know, finding a weapon. We don't have to do them, but if anybody wants to, they can. These are non-rolled. You just narrate whatever you want. We also have the chance here to change any relationships. So I feel like maybe me and Francesca should now have sort of a kind of a will they, won't they sort of situation, <laughs> uh, you know, a slight sort of frenemies situation. So we could also use that to leverage uh, in future acts if we would like. And then we can do tropes again. So we didn't end up using any of the, the three that we chose. If we want to keep them, we can. If we want to re-roll them, we can. So out of the three that we have, do we want to just roll them into the second act and keep them? Or do we want to um, create some new ones or you know, re-roll for some new ones? I think Super Window Jump could still happen and Natural Express could still happen. But the Dish Dash, which I don't know. I mean, it could be a Mad Hatter situation. It could be a dinner mm-hmm. party in this Fae world. So I think they all could still work. So we're happy to keep them, or if we want to add new, you know, replace, we can. What, what are your thoughts here? I'm easy either way. Because the, the goal is that we want to use them. So if, if you don't think yeah. they're going to come up, then we should replace them. If you think you can find a way to use them, then we should. Well, can we use the Nitro Express without the car if we're going to? Yeah, it could be. Again, Absolutely. it's any sort of like conveyance yeah. that has a super powered version. It could be and, love on a unicorn and then like it farts rainbows. <laughs> you know, it, it literally could be anything we need it to be. Cool. And yeah. the real question is is Gabe going to Super Window Jump? I, I hope so at some point. Because yeah. I'm not going to Super Window Jump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that sounds like a Gabe situation. <laughs> it does, yeah. <laughs> It's got your name all over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm happy with these. 